Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hello, everyone, and thank you for downloading today's podcast. Um, can we encourage everyone who is a podcaster, if you're not like a, a hardcore podcaster, to really make it a regular thing? Mm-hmm. We'd appreciate that. Why? Get involved. Well, if you we miss... benefit it because if we ever get fired, we can move our podcast, or is that just what we say off the air? Oh, could we, we could do that. Yeah, no, I don't we, think so. Got, I don't think you're not allowed to. Not no. this podcast, but if we got sacked as a show, we could start a podcast we, ourselves. We could do Abby, Stav and Matt's podcast. Would we get together or would we be lazy and just do it in different places? I think we need to be together. Yeah, we'd do it too. Like, we all live in Brisbane. Whose house? Oh, uh, yours. you got a pool. Let's rotate. No, that's yeah? too Because everyone wants to get out of their house once in a while. Mm. Okay. Or no. your house, if you're happy to stay there the whole time. We could call it Stab Abby and Matt still. The we company can. doesn't own our names. Oh, did you not sell yours? Oh, you for not? an extra fee, yeah. I sold my name. <laughs> they gave we me mine. That's that. why I was going to change my name when I left. I chose Jemima because I yeah, always right. loved play school. So, yeah. I, I right. was Cornelius before I got given Stab. <laughs> really? Yeah. 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 No, yeah. But, but no, we, we, could, we do we encourage do you to download it regularly and maybe share it onto a friend. Like, maybe just yeah. do like a casual chat. Like, hey, have you heard about this podcast? They're, they're weird. Yeah. And remember, always open to you guys giving us more ideas to do on the podcast. I did get a few feedback saying our podcast is not long enough. Oh, right. It's changed and we should be back. They said they've been trying to hold off by thinking that this was just a temporary shift. Right. So they, they like want the more. Old podcast. Maybe yeah. it was over the holidays. We, did we put know. out stuff like Best Of Podcasts? We, we, no, we did a, a shorten down our podcast. No. Like the podcast used to be everything that happened in the show mm. yeah. and then we shortened it because we were like, maybe there's bits oh, and pieces it. people don't want. And they said, to be honest, we even listened to the Alpha Bucks and now you've removed all that. That's mm. what it was. They've like, you've just shortened a lot okay. of the stuff. Mm. They used to like first calls and everything. Mm. Well, podcasters... Um, Get on to the Stab, Abby and Matt Facebook page uh, right now and send us a message in the inbox there. If you truly are passionate and you want everything back in the podcast, we'll do that. Yeah, we'll do that. If there's enough of you. Like if there's one or two of you, we're like, oh, that's not the general consensus. But mm. if there's enough people who really want it. We'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do anything. We'll do anything if people really want it. That's true. It's true. We will do anything for ratings. Oh. Anything. Mm. Anything. <laughs> but we wouldn't do that. But I won't do, yeah, we won't do that. that. No, I would. I would. If you don't tell anyone, I'll do it. <laughs> you have to tell people to like get the ratings. Otherwise, you, know? you can just say you've done you it. You just say you've done it. Well, look, fine. You know what? I just. Did I did it. it. I did it. I did it. Stab and I did it together. Yeah. We forgot to. Have you done it? You just say yes. <laughs> yeah, of course I did. <laughs> we did it. I did it all. <laughs> I did it twice. Yeah. I did it three times then just to be sure. Up. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Just to be. What mm. are we talking about? Now they're going, Jesus, podcast is long. (laughs) In this podcast, a story you have to hear to believe. It's of two South Korean girls who are identical twins, Mm. and they never knew the other existed. No, and the way they met each other or found each other is Mm. quite remarkable. Naomi Watts talks about um, Russell Crowe on her couch and what he did on her couch. Mm -hmm. Mm, That's right. She's a beautiful lady. Yeah. Naomi Watts. She was in um, the uh, Godzilla movie. Yeah. No. Yeah. Wasn't she? Yeah, she was with the, uh, yeah. Or the Lady Gaga no, song. Godzilla. <laughs> ra, 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 she was in Godzilla. Bum, okay. She wasn't? Which one? The big um ape. King Kong. Yes, King Kong. <laughs> <laughs> the fairy Godzilla. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Sorry. That's all right, I'll give you that one. Yeah. Uh, He's, they're fighting each other, to be honest. Uh, Do they? Yeah, Kong v. Godzilla. It was filmed here there you in go. Queensland. Uh, comes out this year. So, um, what did Russell Crowe do on Naomi Watts' couch? You'll find out. Let's get into the podcast. 
Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Don't know if you guys got any friends down south, Melbourne way, yep. um, but they're doing it pretty tough. They've had a really tough year. It was pretty hectic. And I don't know if I really understood how hectic it was until one of our friends from there, when they finally got the chance, they came up to visit. And um, God bless her, it all went crazy anyway. And she ended up having to go down because it was the same time as our breakout happened. And she ended up leaving, cutting her, um, her stay short by like a week or so. But she's been quarantining like they all have been, my friend Kel. And she's been quarantining a little bit harder than some people because she had to do it with her parents. And I don't know how you guys would go. So when the Melbourne lockdown happened, she was living with her parents or she moved in <clears throat> she, with her parents? She actually lived here and then um, she went down there because they live in a small country town. So she's like, I'll go there. There's a bit more space. I'll go quarantine with my parents. Might be a bit easier than in... in and um, there's work down there for me in the, in the small country town. So they have town. to do quarantine in the regional To as the well. point where if she went out for a walk in her... Hectares, fields yeah. and stuff, still had to mask up. Yeah, see, I thought it, in regional Victoria you didn't have to. Mm. I know in the mm. city because my friend wasn't allowed to leave her... Um, Five-kilometre radius. Yeah, and she was headless because the beach wasn't included in hers. Imagine, so imagine 5.1 away from the beach. Yeah, well, yeah. she was to FaceTime a friend. But, yeah, she's she's affected by it big time. She's still going to see a counsellor. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kel was pretty messed up. I think the thing was if they didn't do the regionals, people would leave Melbourne and go to the regionals so they didn't have to do anything. But So she's quarantining with her, her parents, and um, it's a small country town, and um, so everybody knows each other. And um, her dad had a small issue, needed to get some carpentry work done around the house. So he's, he's called a tradie in. And the tradies walked in, and it's small country. And it's like, hey, Cal. And she's like, hey, how are you? And Probably then, went to school together. Yeah. And then he leaves, and um, the dad's um, going through everything. He's like, geez. And Cal's like, what? He goes, geez, that's, that was real cheap. He goes, yeah. He goes, what do you mean, yeah? He goes, well, I know him. And the dad goes, what? She goes, well, I, I know him. He's like, you mean you, you guys did the. She's like, yeah. So he gave us a discount. <laughs> she's like, yeah, dad. I slept with him, so he gave us a discount. Like I recently? Think. No, but small country oh, town. Oh, I thought she was like, hey, can I sleep with you now to get a discount? And I was like, that's commitment to the job. <laughs> and also, um, I'd be interested to know on the amount of discount, because mm. I yeah, imagine... I would, I well, would enough that he work. noticed. He the was like, this is really cheap. Yeah, I would do my work. Yeah, but the, the percentage would describe yeah. how, how memorable it is in his ranking. I know you're saying true. I would want it free. Time. Yeah. Well, you'd want, want it free. You know. Well, I would. Well, put it this way. It was the dad's... Dad's house. So he gave the dad a discount. Yeah, but not she Kel. was there. Yeah, but I think if it was Kel's house, maybe she would have got it all for free. How long was he there for? What was the job? Uh, I don't know. They had to. They uh, Ember came out of their fire, burnt a hole in the thing. They had to replace a wall. So. Oh, he had to fill a hole. Yes, he did. <laughs> there you go. So the memories came yes. flooding back. And he was like, oh, that's right. So there you go. Yeah. But remember, she was quarantined for quite some time. And during that time, the house had a few issues. He had to get an electrician. Gets the end of the bill at the electrician. Goes, ah. Kel. <laughs> Oi, Kel! Discount on here. Yes, Dad. <laughs> How old is Kel? Uh, our age. Small country town. Remember, she lived there for oh, is a that, while. Is that true? You're not joking about the electrician? No, the electrician gave her a discount as well. Cause well, she's got it. She's got a theme. I like a tradie. I don't blame her. What but other trade your, came but over? You know what you're uh-huh. like. You don't want your dad to know that you even have had. So. The, 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 we had babies at a different way. Yeah. <laughs> what you don't realise is your dad gets things done every day for free back in Adelaide. Yeah, he but just doesn't tell you about I it. I know what I was like. They charge extra. Yeah, Abby's, yeah, Abby's you get dad. get zero. <laughs> not now. They're all a little bit. <laughs> Sorry, mate. That's going to be double the price. <laughs> You're still Jesus. not returning my call. <laughs> your dad's been looking around the house going, oh, I need some plumbers. Any plumbers, Cal? <laughs> no, Dad. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105.
Wearing a suit is a power symbol. The importance of looking good. Increasing confidence. I respect her. Nice to meet you. They're so successful people wear the same clothes every day. Yep. So the dude from Apple, he did it with his skivvy and everything. Spider-Man. Yep. Him. Mm. All of them. All the superheroes. Mm. We talked to Eddie McGuire yesterday, and he's famously in radio circles. He did a breakfast show uh, in Melbourne, um, wore a suit at 4 o'clock in the morning, which no one else does, and we asked him about that yesterday. You're always in a suit. Well, the, the thing is, with the, it, you know, the radio people say I wear a suit to the radio. Well, I do, because I get up in the morning, and you know, I know, you know a lot of people like to just you know, wear casual gear, which makes sense if you're doing radio, but not if you're starting at 9 o'clock straight after the show in business meetings mm. and or going off to host television shows. Mm. So uh, the, That's the, the, the trick. You've got to be more important. Makes, yeah. It makes sense. The trick to it is to get a great Hugo Boss suit, mm. and then it actually feels good. Pardon the pun. Suits what I do for a living. Brilliant. I'll try it with you for a week. We should do. We should do like power suits. I'll do it for a week. Yeah. Have you got a suit? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, When he went to court. (laughs) (laughs) But we have. We've all suited up today. Do you feel different? I actually do. Yeah. I felt weird putting it on this morning. Yeah. Um, but if, after you go through the few awkward conversations where people say, you look schnazzy, and I told um, Sarah from those two girls I was going to a funeral and she nearly died herself. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's blue and you should be wearing the black. Yeah. <laughs> but you do, I, I do feel confident. Yeah. Wearing, do you guys feel, feel the same? Yeah. I mean, I used to wear this for work, so I do think I feel a little bit different. I, I, I treat people differently. Oh, yeah? Because my hubby always wears, like, no shoes, no shirt you know, around mm. the home, and that's often how I see him, or he wears tradey stuff. But when he gets dressed up to go to a wedding... Damn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you I know, bought... like, it's just... It's, I think it's more respectful. Yeah, mm. yeah. I bought this suit just before... I bought it for Melbourne Cup uh, just before the holidays, and I don't feel comfortable because it's a clear indication of how much I've stacked on over the holidays. Mm. Okay. Well, yeah, let's that talk is about, the hurtful part of the suit, isn't it? Successful yeah. habits because yeah. they have looked into, and you are right. Like Mark Zuckerberg, Barack Obama, um, uh, Dr. Dre as well, Steve Jobs. They all used to wear like a uniform to them. It wasn't a suit, but they wore the same thing every day. Mm. And they say it's because you don't need to make decisions. They say every person mm. would make about thirty-five thousand decisions every day. Wow. So they were saying that that's one less that you have to do. So then you can focus on the activity. Mm. Sparkling or steel? Jeez, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I could get behind a uniform for here. Yeah, we yeah, could do a no. uniform. Here are the other ones, though, that they say this is what they've done for people that are successful and wealthy. They've put it together. Yeah. Like extreme wealth. And these are the habits that most people have. And it's getting up early. They normally Tick. get up three hours mm-hmm. before their workday starts. Untick. So it's not getting up early for work, but they're saying uh, over 50% of self-made millionaires will um, get out of bed at least three hours before their actual workday starts. If you started at nine, you get up at six. Yeah, but for us, that would be like 1 a.m. Yeah, Yeah. well, do it. And you've got to read a lot. So over 88% of people um, that are that wealthy Mm. will read a lot. You read comics? Comic book. Thank you. They spend about 15 to 30 minutes each day focusing on, like, thinking. So you'll either do the meditation or Mm. you'll do... You've even tuned out of this, Maddie. No, I'm listening. (laughs) Would you do meditating and thinking about your goals for 15 minutes? Not not on Pinterest or not on TikTok. No, no, no. It's funny you mention that because I did see something on TikTok over the holidays (laughs) that mentioned this. Mm. And I've actually started to... Visualise? Well, no, I've... uh, I don't know whether it's meditating. Just take time to sit and think yep. and write down stuff that was good that day yep. and then be like, what's next day's, so you're doing gratitude. Next day's thing yep. that, that I'm going to try and try and do? I mean, this is obvious, but um, spend time with people that inspire you and get rid of the negative people. Oh, well, you guys inspire me, so that's, that's good. Um, also get enough sleep. That's important. Um, mm. They're saying 
have multiple incomes. That is the key to successful people. Well, that's how you get rich, I guess. Well, yeah. it is, but they're saying don't just put your eggs in one basket. Mm. You know, even if you have a, a job, we see you're getting a salary, you need to start hustling for other money mm-hmm. so that you have that, that whole idea of how I can have a side business and mm. you have your real interest. I also saw this on TikTok too mm-hmm. that said um, <laughs> if, you earn, like, if you spend $27.40 a day yeah. on, like, nothing, yeah. that's $10,000 you'll blow in a year. But think of it this way: if you can earn twenty-seven dollars forty extra a day, oh. that you've earned ten thousand dollars more that year, which doesn't so seem that unachievable. I'll start. What about if I go and get you guys coffee in the morning and charges for yeah. the service? No, because then we're just spending twenty-seven dollars forty on coffee and twenty-seven dollars forty. You got more on time your... to sit and think about your goals if I <laughs> oh, do. Oh, look for at you. this! It's a symbiotic circle. What do you reckon? Uh, no, I'm cool. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm in. I'll pay the twenty-seven. <laughs> 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 I feel like though this stuff you hear it, but it's putting it in into practice. Oh, you know, like yeah. it's like saying I could have been an athlete, but I didn't like training. Yeah, well, could have been at the that's... Olympics. That was me. I had the talent, just didn't like training. <laughs> it's like <okay. laughs> it's true. I had the talent. Yeah, but I wasted it. Yeah, I wasted it. It's it. more fun. Yeah. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. Naomi Watts. Naomi Watts. From Mulholland Drive. Twenty one grams. Mum's doing a lamb roast. Oh great! Yeah. Naomi Watts. Her new movie, Penguin Bloom, it is on a true story of a a young mum who sadly loses the ability to walk after an accident. And when she's really low, they find a magpie that needs rescuing and it kind of rescues them. It is such an amazing film. Naomi Watts, good morning. Hello. Hi, everyone. I was laughing a lot and I had a lot of tears, but the way that you portrayed um, Sam was just absolutely extraordinary in this movie, Penguin Bloom. Oh, thanks so much. Slightly outacted by the magpie, but, well, that's... Well, yeah, was there a few magpies? There were. Well, the magpie grows up, so we had to change sizes. And then, you know, magpies, um, you know, they can get exhausted and grumpy like any of us. And after a few tricks, they want to go and have a rest. <laughs> Did the whole like crew any- <laughs> have um, ice cream buckets with zip ties sticking out of the top of their heads <laughs> just so none of them got swooped, you know, old Aussie style? Yeah, no, they were very well behaved. These are seriously high, high-level high trained birds. They they were good. So the story, it's, it is a true story, but I think one of the, the biggest things is you just realise watching it how quickly anyone's life can change. Yeah. That's right. In an instant, we all wonder how we would manage a situation like that. And Sam um, goes through everything. And this is what she always wanted the story to be told with with absolute truth and not gloss over it with Hollywood fuzziness. She wanted to show the depth of her struggle, which I think was really important. Um, I think she just felt that it was important to tell the story from the right point of view and um, made herself incredibly available and it's always nerve-wracking playing a real-life character especially when they're going to be around a lot but once you get over that fear you just kind of you know launch in and um, do your best. The other thing we have to talk about is your amazing co-star Andrew Lincoln from um, The Walking Dead and what an amazing Australian accent he manages to to pull off because it is renowned as one of the hardest ones to do and it's seamless. He really, really impressed the hell out of me. He was so good. He, he stayed in his Australian accent the whole time. And you're right, it is the hardest one or 
as, as so I'm told, um, over and over again. And you do um, a pretty good job. Yeah, yours is seamless. Well, by the way, I had to I had to come back and have a you know a little work session or two with that myself because you know I have grown up in England, lived in Australia, and now a long time in America, and I do find my accent goes all over the place. Mm, and yeah. and Sam always sounded, you know, she has different sounds than than me. So, um, so yeah, I did have to. I did have to have a think. It's a bit controversial, right? But we've had this debate in the studio before. Your your co-star, Andrew um, Lincoln, I love him from Love Actually. In the scene where he holds up those signs, I think it's sweet, but the boys think it ruined oh, the marriage. What a dog. What is your to view do that of to your his friend <laughs> on it, Christmas? I love actually. Have you seen it? You've seen it, right? Yeah, I have, but it's a long time ago. It's not fresh in my mind. So he turns up. It's his best mate has married this this chick, and he loves her as well. Um, and he turns up to their house on Christmas. <laughs> well, he has the signs. With these it was signs, beautiful. Playing music, pretending it's carols, and then he plays his signs saying, I know I can't be with you. Yeah. I'm truly in love with you. And everyone's like, oh, it's so beautiful. It's romantic. What? A, no, you can't <laughs> do that to your mate. <laughs> yeah, romantic or creepy? Romantic. Yeah. There we go. There we go. That's See, it. We've... But if I if it happened to me in real life, I might laugh my head off. Because... <laughs> Good what, to know. No, what everyone you... man wants when they're doing a romantic gesture yeah. is for a woman to laugh at them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Naomi, is it true? Where back when you were sort of getting into acting, Russell Crowe used to sleep on your couch. <laughs> is this a true story? This one. <laughs> He came and stayed um, in um, when I had a um, a place in Los Angeles. I was starting out, and he was starting out there, and he had a bunch of meetings. And you know, you don't want to spend money on a hotel at that point. Mm. And um, and so, yeah, he stayed a couple of times. See, I always wonder do do you look back on those days and sometimes sort of miss them? You know, at the start of your career, where it, you, you're going to heaps of different um, auditions and, and grinding. No, I don't miss it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, was trying, I was trying to be romantic there, but no. No, no I, certain things like the the first part, like you know, when we were all sort of just entering into it. But I do not miss auditioning one yeah, little right. bit. I'll be yeah. clear about that. Yeah. You should send a message when you come back to Australia to Russell Crowe saying, hey, can I uh, have the, t- re- the favour the return? Yeah. Can I sleep <laughs> on the couch? <laughs> What's the audition that, that first comes to your mind right now that makes you go, nah, I'm glad I'm not there? I, I remember when a director was, um, I, I stopped to answer, ask a question and I looked over and he looked like he was having a nap. Oh, wow. <sighs> oh. <laughs> yeah, okay. It was yeah. at that point you knew you weren't getting the part? Or? Yeah, pretty much. And I, I had to carry on, but I, I was like, oh, God, please just let the earth swallow me up. Mm. It, was, it was awful. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, hey, um, lovely to talk to you. And it is a, a beautiful Brilliant. movie. Um, Abby was texting us after she finished watching it. She's like, I'm still crying. <laughs> still, oh, my God. Two hours I'm, later. I can't stop crying. <laughs> it's happy, too. I don't want you to think I cried the whole way through. It is yes, happy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. In cinemas from January 21, Penguin Bloom. Naomi Watts, lovely to speak with you this morning. Thanks so much. You take care. Thanks so much. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Bucks, tomorrow, the 21st of January, uh, 8 o'clock. We play for 10 grand. Here are your letters, guys. I saw your answers. Well, your letter is N, and two of the answers are Netflix and Nutrigrain.
Boom. Sounds like a new Netflix and chill. Want to come and Netflix and Nutrigrain with me? Oh, yeah. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I know this doesn't come across nice, but uh, that's just me. Do you ever want your partner to be successful, but not like way too successful above you? Um, you mean successful enough to get away? Yes, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> spread your wings, like go success, but not too much. Spread your wings, I'm just going to clip them first. <laughs> like Freddie Prince Jr. and um, Sarah, the, the Buffy. And she, oh, yeah. she was like, woof, and he was like, I did Scooby-Doo. I think it's yeah. more... It's With more... you, and then I... Come on, can we just peg it they back? They still love each other, though. Yeah. But I think it's, it's it's more physicality for me at the moment because I have, like, just last year, just had fun, you know, isolation, stayed home at eight, and I just haven't got back into the fitness. And hubby and I had just been eating too much, and he went and saw his family at Christmas, and his brother's got a large belly, and it's just bad for your health. Mm. Oh, he's got his head in that way. And he was heading, heading that, that way. way. And yeah. I was like, well, hon, you just got to be careful of weight around there for males. And um, our friends, <laughs> you've met them, Dr. Phil and all that, they have the doctor's kitchen mm. and they had paired up with you foods and I was like, congratulations for you guys. And they sent me a message, do you want any food? You guys should start with us. We're doing a program. I said, yes, yeah, Scotty and I need to. And they're like, sure, we're going to do it too, like six weeks. And I said, well, Scotty needs to, you can go and have an appointment first. And you've been there before, Maddie. You get on the scales and then mm. you hold something. Can oh, they I? do your... Oh, yeah, they do your... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was there too. But did you get on the scales yes, into your biological it, yeah. age? Oh, that's right. You didn't like it. In. Yes, you didn't like Memorable. it. Memorable. Oh, it doesn't matter. No, that was, was for our kids. <laughs> <laughs> we were all there, mm. but you weren't happy with your results mm. that day. See, I do remember. Mm. So I got a message, right, from Dr. Phil saying, how does it feel being married to a 34-year-old? That's and I was right. like, they give you your bio. What is going yeah. on? So, yeah, they measure all your fat and you get on the scales and they give it. And I, uh, I didn't realize apparently Scotty does not need to go mm-hmm. on the diet with me because <laughs> he's 42, 41, yeah, 42. 42. So he's perfect and wow. he's 34. He stuck his results on the fridge. Of course he did. And every single message was, God, you're lucky to be a 34. He'd look in the mirror and goes, hey, 34-year-old. <laughs> and he's like, are you going to eat your little diet food? Because I get to eat whatever I want because I'm He could date a woman in his in her 20s. He's like, that wouldn't even <laughs> oh, be creepy. <laughs> Biologically, how old are you? <laughs> 21? Well, that depends on her answer. <laughs> yeah. Then it could get creepy. Yeah. So I sent <laughs> a group. What age were you? Oh, I didn't go. Because <laughs> now I'm too scared to go. But now I am determined that I'm going to get to 33. Oh, okay. So if he's 34, I'm going to get to 33. And by God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do anything to get there. Because mm-hmm. I'm happy for him. Just push him up. Well, that's what I did. He said to me, he goes, so what, what is this healthy food? Because he doesn't know carbohydrates or anything. And he goes, because nuts are healthy. And I said, yeah, you can eat the endless of those. <laughs> can you not? Well, they're pretty high calories. Mm. So now I've decided I'm going to make his lunch. And right. Just, you know. Just give him a few little extra treats because he's 34. So he's come home in the best shape he's ever been in. <laughs> that yep. you, you know, the man who is the father of your children says, yep. I'm going to live a long, prosperous Which is life. What and I you're wanted. like, oh, and then Tonya you Harding over here. It's just no, like... I mean, I wanted that. I wanted him to be <laughs> healthy. That. It's like I always want you. I couldn't imagine, leave, you know, losing Scotty and I couldn't imagine losing my friend Stav. That's why I'm so harsh on him with his diet. But yeah. I don't want him to be me. better than me. <laughs> Let him die. <laughs> she wants me around to forget all the places we've been together. <laughs>
To be honest with you, if, it, if living <laughs> so requires... So <laughs> If living requires dieting, I'm happy to tap Got out a bit it. early. Yeah. You know what it is? When your friend... like, when, Even if your friend starts going on a full health kick, you just start oh. feeling like... And, and it shouldn't. You should be happy for them. But deep down, you're going... I need to do it too. Hmm. Well, you're, you've been telling us for a week now that you're going on a diet and, and whatever, and I'm trying to pick dates with you guys to cook you a big fatty Greek lamb over <laughs> at my house. I'm always, I don't want, I'm the same as you. And Esther says it to me when I say to her, I need to lose some weight. She says, no, don't lose weight. Hmm. Because you never want your partner to like shed 10 kilos because you do get that self-conscious We are going to make an effort now, yeah. yeah. And you're happy for them. Not but really. you'd be happier <laughs> if you were with them. Mm. Or above them. You know, like you always want to be the hotter one. Yeah, uh, but you don't want to do anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so let's find... So i got to go today. Now, I think we had the, the girl... One of the girls was saying yesterday they were sab- they sabotage Siobhan. Was it you? You were fattening up your ex-boyfriend or something? Yeah, I just used to kind of lie about how many calories were in sauces and stuff. So uh, he'd be like, oh, I'm having my really healthy chicken and veg. And I'd be like, yeah, lather it with that mushroom sauce. Go on. <laughs> it's healthy food. Hollandaise. Hollandaise is a good trap, isn't it? Hollandaise is so bad. Well, it's not bad. There's no bad food, but it's full of calories. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it? girls are the worst at sabotaging other friends as well. Yeah. You know, well, it's like, 30, oh, you're 10, on a 60. diet. Here's some cupcakes. Mm-hmm. Let's ask, have you sabotaged someone's diet? For your own benefit. So you didn't want them to get hotter, didn't want them to get better, so you're like, I'm going to sabotage them on this one. Maybe it is a friend. Maybe it is sisters. Oh, you're sisters, sisters would have done, done it. I reckon Siobhan, our producer, does it to you because you like to fast until midday and she always comes and asks if you want breakfast. You are trying to ram hash browns down my throat a lot. But willpower, you don't take them. No. But one day you'll break. Yeah. Sabotaging weight loss efforts. <laughs> Does remind us of our favourite scene from Mean Girls. Remember when one of them is trying to lose weight and the other one suggests uh, protein bars, but she says they're like weight loss ones? Mm-hmm. Why are you eating a coltine bar? I'm starving. Coach Carr makes us eat those when we want to move up a weight class. They make you gain weight like crazy. <laughs> yeah, because my hubby and I are on a health kick and I put us on there. Ends up he doesn't need to go on one because he's great. He went to the doctors and the doctors said, no, you're perfect. Have you sabotaged a friend's diet? Maybe a, a sibling's diet, maybe a partner's diet. Or have you noticed that someone always brings you food? That's a clue. Mm-hmm. Uh, 13, 10, 60 is our number. Tina, hi. Hi. You've done this? <laughs> um, yeah, well, we're, we're actually pretty supportive of each other. My, part, my part, husband and I, we mm. exercise together. But then when it comes to like a cheat day, we're both like, do you want some of it? No, do you want some of it? Okay, mm. but, okay, we'll both just have some of it. So we kind of sabotage each other, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you're both enabling yourself. Well, if you could, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. You want the other person to break it if you're going to. That's true. Yeah, but, exactly. If I'm in, you're in. And you <laughs> so, just sort of put those, like, you know, you know what's, oh, KFC's good, isn't it? Do you like KFC? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah I like, it's like I never used to like going out for lunch with you. Why? You don't, you don't eat much, yeah. I d- yeah, mm, I didn't. And I was like, why are you eating the bread? Eat the bread. Do you know how many calories are in that system? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, Nathan's from North Lakes. 13, 10, 60, guys. Uh, you sabotage your wife when she's trying to diet, Nathan. Yes, not always intentionally, but I do. <laughs> how? So a lot of times it's just adding sugar to her coffees or teas when she's on a calorie deficit, like, diet mm-hmm. and things like that and she doesn't realize until she's finished it and then she goes did you put sugar in i said yep is she worth a lot of and money then, to you no 
<laughs> he thinks you've got some sort of life insurance. You're trying to give her diabetes. Do you just love her the way she is, Nathan? No, I just completely forget. And no. then I obviously, yeah, I sabotage it. And then for the rest of the day, she's like, oh, well, I can eat whatever I want now. Oh, uh, yeah. You've ruined it for me, Nathan. Yeah. You've ruined it. I may as well eat all the stuff. That is the stupid thing about our mindsets too, isn't it? You know, like if you're not drinking, say I'm not drinking for a month, yeah. but you have one beer. You're you like, go, it's ruined now. Already done. May as well get smashed. Mm. When that, you, Why not just have the one beer? Mm. Tiffany Hall used to teach me that you, you should redo every three hours. So like if you've had a cheat, you don't go, I'm going to wait till Monday or I'm going to wait tomorrow. You've got three hours of just doing that and then you start again. I could do a lot of damage I was in three say, hours. That's worse. No, 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 I've only think, got three hours. No, I don't think she How many cartons have I got? <laughs> oh, I've run out. <laughs> 15 minutes left. <laughs> Come on, BWS order. Uh, Jimmy Brings. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, back in Sandgate, um, it's true. We uh, Partners or parents, anyone, we uh, like to sabotage their diets. Um, your mum does it to you. Yes, when I was in high school, I went vegetarian for a period of time and she fed me ravioli, telling me it was spinach and ricotta, but it was actually veal. Wow. And did you love it before you knew? <laughs> oh, yeah. So I bit into the ravioli and I thought, this isn't spinach and ricotta. Mm. If it was that packet then, ravioli, there's very little veal in that, you know? Yeah. 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 But, you know, <laughs> a week of vegetarian and I've never... Oh, she brought she. That was it. You didn't you never never went veg again. No, I think oh. every girl did like a week of vegetarian at high school. Yeah, same time mm. we were uh, campaigning against animal testing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, I don't think we should give up on that one. No, 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 no. I think I, I still support that one. I was just saying it sort of went like I yeah, gave up. Yeah, yeah. Why is that rabbit wearing lipstick? <laughs> oh, we gave up. Stop hot it. rabbit though. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. These are amazing. They truly are stories you have to hear to believe. And this one today, mm. until we speak to these girls, I'm going to remain skeptical. Are you not going to believe it? When I hear it, I will believe okay. it. But this is absolutely mind blowing. So, to give you the headline. Imagine finding that you have a twin sister on YouTube because that's what happened for two girls that were adopted when they're quite young. Most would say that's your doppelganger. Like you oh, would yeah, see you that and you'd be oh, like, hey, they look like God, me. They look yeah. like me. Mm. But no, they were no. twins. <laughs> <laughs> now let's bring in um, Anais. Now, Anais is from France. Good morning. Good morning. Tell us the story of how you found your twin sister you didn't know about. So I was living in London at the time. I was a student in fashion. Uh, one day, one of my friends just sent me a YouTube video saying, oh, you have a doppelganger somewhere in the US. And that's how it started. That's all. He just posted um, a screenshot on my Facebook wall. And that's how it all began. Because you were adopted from South Korea originally. Yes, I was adopted by... French parents when I was three months old. So you always were you uh, told that you were adopted, but did you ever know that you had a twin out there on your birth certificate? It didn't say that. Well, no, I had I had all my uh, birth records with me. My parents had always been really clear, showed them to me and explained all my story, and never mentioned a sister or any siblings. You know the really 
close thing about this that the irony is that if you weren't twins, you might not have even noticed that you had a sister out there. It was only the fact that you guys looked so much alike that mm. it all clicked in. So that was very lucky. So lucky. <laughs> what did yeah. she respond back when you wrote saying, hey, you are so similar to me? Well, yeah, I just I wanted to um, send a message on Facebook. Uh, she actually didn't answer back straight away. It took a few days before she answered, so I thought, oh, maybe she's not interested or um, she doesn't care. Maybe I'm crazy as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm reading your message that you sent her because you provided that the Facebook message, and um, it does sound a little bit crazy <laughs> when, when you were reaching out. I don't want to be too Lindsay Lohan, well, but you, you know how to put it. I was wondering where you were born. Uh, <laughs> And, and you were saying that you'd seen her because she does, is an actress over in L.A. Um, her name is Samantha, and she is on the line as well. Good morning. How did you feel when you received a Facebook message? I think maybe in my gut, I was like, this is my twin. Like, this, it's over. This is my twin, you know? But at first, I was like, uh, I think it was filled with excitement. It, it was like embarking on this, like, brand new journey. It was just like, oh, my God. I imagine the this same The same was for you that you were always told that you were an only child as well? I guess being an adoptee, you kind of know that there's a possibility you have siblings out there, but my records never really showed any of that. Mm. Um, and I grew up with two older brothers, and just like Anise, my parents were really clear and about my adoption um, and being international and, and transracial adoptee. You know, you have to be. But, yeah, I, I had no idea that it was possible to have an identical twin somewhere in the world. You have done a DNA test to, you know, double-check, and it's been confirmed that you absolutely, you are sisters. Have you tried to track down your birth parents? And We did. Uh, we went to Korea about six to seven months after we um, first got in contact with each other, and uh, we went through our adoption agencies, and they tried to contact her, um, but unfortunately she said that we had the wrong person, yeah. so um, okay. potentially it was her, and maybe she wasn't ready to to hear the information or whatever, but we, um, it was it was unsuccessful <laughs> to, to contact her still, even after all these years. And um, Anis, what was the first meeting with your twin sister like when you guys finally met up? I was really strange. Um, we were in London. Samantha was already waiting for me. I just came in and you know how it feels when you're Looking in the mirror, but the mirror doesn't respond back. No. <laughs> so something different. <laughs> well, no, we don't. That felt like this. <laughs> wow. Wow. It's funny when people meet you for the first time and they know you're twins and one speaks French and the other one doesn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Has there been similarities that you have? Because, you know, people always say that twins have a connection. Has there been similarities where you're like, oh, my God, I like that too? Or, oh, my gosh, we're so similar in that way, but yet we never live together? Yes. Uh, so many small things <laughs> like pet peeves or cooked carrots. We hate cooked carrots. Very specific. Um, <laughs> right. So you both hate cooked carrots. We do. Mm-hmm. But shouldn't carrots, shouldn't even like bother with the DNA carrot test. Carrot juice is okay. <laughs> oh, carrot juice is okay. <laughs> <laughs> See what food you like is in your DNA, yeah, hey? There wow. you go. <laughs> our families, our, our parents have similarities. I guess the biggest difference is that I grew up with brothers and money. I grew up with an only child. But. Well, um, it must have been a flip out for them as well to right. know that there was a 
a twin of yours, you know, full same DNA and everything on the other side of the world. We really appreciate. Have you have you turned around? You're a skeptic going in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I always know they're going to be true stories, but you know, on paper you're like, yeah, right, right, right. Sounds like a movie script. Um, it's a it's a crazy story and a beautiful story as well uh, to hear. And we really appreciate the two of you sharing it with us this morning. Oh, of course. There they are, two identical twins who never knew the other existed, found each other on the internet through a movie trailer. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Precious Previews perform gender reveal scans from 14 weeks. Book your gender scan online with Precious Previews today. Strathpine and Browns Plains. Come on, Northside! Only one side of the river. Southside number one, baby. And reign supreme. The 105's $100,000 Trivia Turf War. Better give me that money. Big Bad Brad has your next chance to play. We do it at 7 o'clock every morning. Um, It's the age-old thing here in Brisbane, isn't it? You either get asked what school you went to or what side of the river are you on. Are you north side or are you south side? It's the original Montagues and Capulets. (laughs) I... What's that? Shakespeare. Ah, uh, <laughs> that's a north side thing, is it? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I've done it. I've done Romeo it down and Juliet. Yeah. School? Oh, no. yeah. No, the, no, the greatest, education. happiest love story that was ever written. Yeah. yeah. Right. Leonardo DiCaprio was good in that. He was? He was very good. That's all I've got. Uh, so here's what we're going to do as we decide. Uh, we play uh, for money each morning. The side of the river that wins the most walks away with that cash. But what it's really done is it's brought to light why you choose the side of the river that you live on. Um, and it's not because you necessarily love where you live, it's because you hate the other side. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what we've noticed between the people who work in the building. So we've brought two of our team in this morning. Um, from the north side, we have Parente. Good morning, Parente. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. My man. Were you brought up on the north side? Yeah, yeah, for sure. North side all my life, baby. Represent. Do you have to talk like Sam? What's, it, what's yep. going on? You're trying to do it. He's trained me well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. And from the south, we have our promotions guru, Woo-hoo! Nick. Southside, baby. Let's go. Ooh. Let's do it. I love the way we've actually sat in teams by accident. <laughs> yes. Yes, we have. You say by accident. Yeah. <laughs> what's that brown smudge between us all? Uh, okay, so here's what we're going to do. Uh, you guys have written burns about the other side of the river, um, and we're going to see who wins this... Um, well, it's not a rat battle. A roast it's battle. It's a roast battle. It's a roast. Although we did yeah. need to have a adjudicator, though, and we wanted to have a neutral adjudicator. Uh, Maddie suggested we do it, and I was like, well, no, because we're Two biased to South Side. Yeah. So we have someone from New Zealand. Morning, Paula. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. All right, so, <laughs> so. you're going to pick which... which Kind of like New Zealand South. But anyway, um, <laughs> you get to pick who is the win, winner, Okay. Yeah, no worries. All righty, here we go. We're going to kick off um, over with the south side. Nick from the south side, your first burn. Yes, south side. All right, let's go. It is all about winning and uh, pointing that out. The Lions, who play on the south side, mm-hmm. finished equal top of the AFL ladder last year, whilst the Broncos on the north side got a shiny wooden spoon for their cabinet. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's low. <laughs> Now, That's Nick low. is a massive Broncos fan. Mad Broncos fan. So that would that hurt a bit? No, it wasn't until I got the map out and then I realised, well, hang on, I'm switching codes. Oh, God. <laughs> no wonder we're losing. <laughs> we're going to move that. All right, over to you, Parente. Burn for the south side. I mean, Nick, I just find it a bit interesting that you're defending a place that was so bad that even Stav moved away from it. I think that's a burn on me. Yeah. <laughs> it is a bit. It is a bit. But it's true. He left the south side. I did. I got out of there. Mm. Uh, we kicked him out. 
That's true, they did. <laughs> All right, well, I just want to point out that, uh, like in every kingdom in history, uh, Brisbane's peasants live out of sight of the king. And we all know that our king, the great Wally Lewis, lives proudly on the south yes. side. Yes, he does. Hey, That's boy. <laughs> I think they've just. I think they're selling that house as well. Yeah, but they're, they're still staying on the south side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're going to yeah. sell that and buy four more south side houses. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well you've gone sport. I'll go music. So yeah. let's look at the artists that have okay. come from the north side. We've mm-hmm. got the Veronicas. Sweet. Yep. We've got Morat. Great. We've got Cub Sport. We've mm-hmm. got Powderfinger. Yeah, we do. And on the south side, there was some. I've never heard of them. Sauvage Garden. <laughs> some, you got nothing. You got nothing. <laughs> Sauvage Garden. Yeah. Yes. Were they the most successful in Australian history? Nah, Savage Garden. Oh, look. You know, it's they're like, money making. Is it? You're proud to call them Brisbane, but you don't put them in your Spotify at your barbecue. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know. That's, yeah, yeah. I'm not even joking. I grew up 100 meters from the bloke. <laughs> <laughs> Darren. Not even joking. Yeah, in Cleveland. Duran Hiaze. Is that the guy on Halloween? Never came out on Halloween. Is that the guy that cracked onto you? Yes, that's all. (laughs) Was he good? At what? Once you burn, Nick. Once you do. All right, I'm glad you had some music, Prince because I would also like to point out that it is literally easier to go to a concert in Sydney than it is to go to one at Boondle. Um, and at least if I'm at that gig, we haven't dragged the international touring artists out to the city's wetlands to play their songs. So, okay, I'll give him that one. Good. Why is that good? That, what idiot said put it out there? Someone who hates loud noises. Yeah. yeah. It's when you're trying to go to a gig or something on a Friday night. Yeah. You're like, oh. Hey, guys, we, we need to leave 20 minutes early just so we can get out before the traffic. Mm. Uh, right, is, is that the end or have we got any more? No. Oh, we got, we're, we're, we're going. All right, All right, here we go. I mean, you might complain, but we have not only Boondle, we also have the airport and the entire CBD. So if we were to cut them in two, you guys would literally die. There's nothing you could do. What That's are you going to do? That's true. Just be happy on the south side. Die <laughs> <laughs> happy on the south side. <laughs> Um, uh, look, I just want to say that if someone came to me and asked for advice on how to waste time in their life, I'd be sure to include finding a way to work Gimpy Road into your daily commute oh, as my answer. Yes. All right, last Gimpy. one, Parente, before Gimpy we Road, go to Paula. Chance. Okay, Paula, we're coming to you after this burn. Let's see. Bardley, if you love the South Side so much, it should be very easy for you to swear on the radio right now that you will never touch a 4X ever again in your life. Rui's on the North Side. He's on the North Side. He loves oh, the he mango. Loves it. I've got into Great Northerns a little. They're, on the, they're made on the Gold Coast. Great Northern. I want to hear you say it. <laughs> what did you say it? Uh, All righty, here we go. <laughs> Our Kiwi, Paula, who won that battle? Was it North or was it South? Going off the burns, I'm going to have to say Southside. Yes. It's a very important question here, Paula. Which island are you from? And all pilot. Oh. Hey, that <laughs> round, <laughs> funnily enough, was worth forty thousand dollars uh-huh. as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. Workplaces where you can't socially distance, we ask you to put a mask on. No one cared who I was till I put on the mask. 1am on Monday, oh sorry, on Friday, that's when we all have to wear the mask too. We're doing the responsible thing. Mm. Well done, Queensland. Well, Brisbane, isn't it? Greater Brisbane that has to do it. But we want to know whether we could tell if someone's wearing a mask or not over the radio. Yeah. You feel free to trick us as well if you're not wearing a mask. Try and show them that I could wear a mask. <laughs> Try harder <laughs> than Maddie. <laughs> How can you try? I've got a mask. Yeah, you've got a mask. Can you hear that I've got a mask on now? Yeah. Hello, I'm wearing a mask. All right, maybe you could do it better than us. Hey, Gary! Gary, Gary, Gary in Kelvin Grove. Why don't you tell us what you had for breakfast today? 
We picks. <laughs> hey, how are you, anyone? We're yeah, good. We're really it's a bit good. easier with you, Gary, I think, because we recognise your voice because you're such a... I'm going to say he's not wearing yeah. a mask. I'm going to say no, he's no, not wearing a mask no, either. No mask. No, no mask, mask Azza. Correct, Amanda. Yeah. yeah. We know you. Know happy, happy New Year to you. You yes, too. You too. First call for 2021. Do you reckon the mask thing, like the first couple of days, was a bit exciting? Like it was a bit like, oh, you know. Mm, no. Really? Yeah. See, I found it like everyone. It was kind of like you look around. And you're like, oh, that's right. We're back in this all in it together I kind think of people thing. People are staring at each other more because my, remember, my I told you my friend picked up a guy at a coffee shop because they both had masks on. Mm. But she's like, I don't know if he's hot because he's wearing masks. I was like, you do. She goes, but I don't know down below. Mm. You know, like uh, the lower. There's always is, wonder of down below, isn't there? <laughs> I wonder what's going on down there. <laughs> down below the mask. Yeah, no, but I've noticed that people look around at each other mm. more because I don't mm. know. But so you guys don't have the added degree of difficulty and hundreds and hundreds of people out there will agree with me. Glasses, glasses. add a technical difficulty yeah. when we had to wear them in our cars and like we don't have demisters on our glasses. Yeah, it's like you should have shields. Someone should have invented those. Mm. Anyway. Hey, uh, Natasha in Thornlands, what are you up to today? Hello, I'm on my way to a counselling session. I am a counsellor. Oh, you do a good job, but you're mask. definitely wearing a mask. You are masked up. That is correct. I am wearing a mask. Yes, yes, yes. God, you'll be busy at the moment being counsellor. Sorry, what was that? You can't hear me with the mask on, can you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, business is booming. I mean, it's bad that everyone's sad, but good for business. But she's helping them. She's getting them better. Ezra, there's no one better than you. Let's see if you're wearing a mask or not. Um, Where are you at the moment? What are you up to? Hello, guys. I'm just heading off to some training at F45. Oh, good boy, and you're wearing a mask. No. I think he's, I think he's pulling us. I reckon he's not wearing a mask, but he's trying to sound like a mask. <laughs> yeah, I've got, I'm speaking into my hat, so I'm not wearing a mask. There you go. <laughs> your hat or your hand? Hat. 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 Nice. Good luck at training. Have fun. Don't skip yeah, legs. Happy New Year, guys. You too, you too. Ezra. Good to hear from you. Basically, still talking to something, though. Yeah, but it's not a mask. Not a mask. Oh, okay. You know, anything. that's like, yeah. it's like the handkerchief on the old movies, you know, at the over Telstra the phone. phone box. Like, <laughs> like, hey, I've come to kill you. Put the handkerchief over. I am going to kill you. <laughs> Your accent changed with that handkerchief. Yeah. yeah. It was made in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie. Hello. Maddie and Ipswich. Hey. <laughs> Where where are you going today? Are you working? I'm heading to my sister's house with the kids. Oh, good. I don't think a mask. I'm going to say maskless. Nah, she's, she's clear. She's naked face. Yeah. Naked face. I'm wearing a mask. Oh! oh what sort of mask oh. do you have? Um, just a disposable one from Daisy yeah, right. With okay. a hole in it? <laughs> no. It's very clear. No. No. Have you... I actually had to go through a Macca's drive-thru to get a coffee, and you have to wear a mask through the drive-thru. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's going to serve you. I got in trouble for that yesterday. So what did you do, wait, though? Did what... you have it? Because it's hard if you don't have a mask with you. You know, you feel like that embarrassment. No. Yes. I, yeah. I, you keep it in your car like the air freshener yes, hanging off your, um, yeah. your mirror. <laughs> There's everyone's doing yeah. that. Yeah. No. Well, that's good on right. you. You're a good girl, Thank Maddie. You. Well done. Thank you. All right. There we go. Uh, 1 a.m. Friday morning. Whip off your mask. You'll be free to go. Well, as long as no Rona gets about. Yeah, between now and then. But we're looking good. We are looking pretty good. Just avoid the Grand Chancellor. Uh, All right. Uh, It is 19 to 9. Unless you're still staying there. Yes, and and unless the cops say stay. Stay there. Stay (laughs) till you do. Stroll down the lobby. Maddie said I could go. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Yeah, just a vent. Um, I uh, said to my kids, they've got to do sports. I push them into do sports. But they've got me back because they both came to me yesterday and said, Hey, Mum, we want to start cricket. Hey. 
said, no, you don't, boys. One sport, I said, no, takes mama's time up too much. And they went, nah, we want to play it. Well played, boys. Thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> Updated my iPhone. Mm-hmm. Backed it up. Whack it over. But for some reason, not all the phone numbers came across. I think it's when you update some of them or you haven't backed some of them up. Yeah, it's annoying, isn't it? And you get this private number or you just get the plain phone number and yeah. you're like, who is this? Some of them are there, some of them not. And it's the t- it's not like there seems to be a time distinction. And yesterday I was smashing out a game of Fortnite with my bro, Finny, and I had to go to pick up my children. And I was like, I'll text Finny and say, I've got to go. But I don't have his number anymore. So I had to text his mum and say, can you tell my friend I've got to pick up my children? I can't play anymore Good Fortnite. Good game, bro. Yeah, so thanks. But no thanks. Wow. to the shops yesterday just to grab some bits and bobs with uh, Rosie. Came back down, opened the boot of the car, put the shopping in. Rory goes, what are you doing? I said, what does it look like I'm doing? She said, that's not our car. But it was open. Did it unlock? Yeah, it was open. Yeah. It's barred mate. <laughs> We're all in short. <laughs> Sometimes you don't even shut the doors. To be fair, the chauffeur was still in the driver's seat going, what are you doing, <laughs> are you doing? mate? And he thought, thank you, delivery boy. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah. So I had to take my groceries out. <laughs> Off we go. So thanks, but no thanks. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Hey, there we go. That's the podcast, guys. Have a wonderful day. See you tomorrow. Brisbane wakes up with Staff, Abby and Matt on B105.